0: Hello everyone, welcome to Week in Focus, the school podcast where we bring you news, current affairs and analysis. My name is Bufus Nus and I will be anchoring the show. On November 29th, President Bola Itinibu presented the 2024 budget to the National Assembly for approval. Joining me to talk about the prospects of this budget is Aisha Yusuf Keuta, a legal practitioner, joining us from London, and Yasir Abdullahi, an education advocate, joining us from Abuja. Aisha and Yasser, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having us, Buffa
0: Thank you for having us. Um, um, looking at the budget, at the 2024 budget that President Bola Tinibu presented to National Assembly within the past week, uh, do you do you feel sort of uh, optimism for the, for, for the future?
1: Yes, I do. I do feel hmm. optimistic, especially in the areas of um, education, health care, Um, infrastructure and social development, because um, although the budget, in comparison with the budgets from previous administrations, is not significantly higher, but um, attention to these very vital sectors is something that we hope will... You know be progressive, especially when it comes to implementation so beyond just allocating numbers that's financially to these areas, I am hopeful that this administration would actually put in the work to deliver something better than the previous administration so so
0: had. what 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 particular uh, uh, i mean i mean area i mean what particular area in the budget gives you uh, I mean, this sort of uh, uh, of optimism. I mean, I mean, what numbers do you really, really like about the budget?
1: What numbers do I like? Two point one eight trillion Naira, seven point nine percent of the budget allocated to mm. um, to education. Because amongst, except you know, with the exception of debt servicing and defence, I think, if I'm not mistaken, mm. that is mm. the third highest in the budget.
0: And you think it's okay to, for debt servicing and uh, security to be higher than education
1: if I'm going to be honest with you um, mm. if you don't service your debts you be held ransom at a point so it's important that you put in you put in resources towards servicing your debt because you get those debts to help your economy so at the very least in order for those who you seek from to continue giving it to you when in need you need to service your debt now um defense security is a serious issue in nigeria so for it to be higher than education you need to be be able to seek education and we can see that in you know all the abductions that have been happening all throughout the year and even in previous administrations that security is very vital to having a stable educational system so um the fact that it's third in the list is is a good sign because for mm. us to be able to send our kids to school with peace of mind we need to know that you know we're still... now mm. what nigeria has in plan for the defense is another um another topic of discussion entirely but <laughs> absolutely when it, comes to, when it comes to you know looking at it on paper it sounds about right
0: sounds about right aisha said yes sir um uh, let me quickly ask you this um as an education advocate and um, obviously a writer as well what are your feelings about the budget
2: um i do so long as education is still at top five i do because i think it's one Uh, thing that has been neglected in the country in particular uh, even though uh, one even though the numbers might seem crazy by looking at it we all know the country we live in we know them to do budget padding in everything that they involve themselves in. And um, I would like to also point out that education being there is not because they actually want to push it forward. It's because they've noticed the people in the country want to make it matter. That is why they're looking towards it. Not because they want to, but because we want to. So mm. in a way, we, we are being listened to. So I, think it's, I,
0: think, mm. I think it's based on top five. I agree with it. Yeah, a win is a win. <laughs> <laughs> a
1: win. <is> a win.
0: <laughs> okay excellent um so i i i i don't know personally i i i i feel uh based on um the things that i have read from um, you know uh various sources especially um uh, critics of the budget you know there've been a lot of um, i mean arguments that this budget does not really uh, give something different from the last previous budget so i don't know Aisha. you've already stated the fact that you are quite optimistic about it but do you think uh, this budget is going to uh, i mean alleviate some of the issues that nigeria has been uh, grappling with do you think it 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 has the tendency to do that
1: with the right management in place i believe it does Mm. now with the Uh. previous budget um of about 24 trillion if i'm not Mm. mistaken and the increase of 3 trillion on the 24 trillion, judging with, you know, the current global economy and also national economy, I feel like the incre- mm. the increment is not, you know, too large, imagine, um, for what they plan on doing. Now, evidently, we know as Nigerians that money has been, finances are not really our st- strongest, you know, uh, strongest character, especially with um, corruption and some personal interests inside Nigeria national cake. But at the end of the day, if you're adding three trillion um, judging with all the inflation and everything going on with the same plan, but a different way of going about it and tagging it renewed hope, it gives a good ring to it. I'm just saying this Based on what I've read and assumptions and people's mm. thoughts and how everything is coming about. Now mm. the execution. Well, but, is something but budget we're still... is it's
0: all about assumption. Budget exactly. is, is assumption. Yes, it's assumption.
1: So. Execution is one thing we're waiting to see how everything pans out. Um, the way that this administration is going about things and the personnels that have been put in certain sectors have, you know, given me hope. Although there are certain areas that I am scared for us, especially when it comes to defense, which is very, very vital for a country. But um, for the other areas um, and sectors of the, the countries, um, the current administration, I'm a bit hopeful. And I am hoping that they do manage the resources enough to, for us to be able to accomplish all that we've set out to do.
0: And, and, and another thing really that um, I mean, got N- Nigerians talking within the past week, a statement made by Ali Ndumi, a senator from Borno, who yeah. stated on Channels TV that uh, President Mohamed Baris administration, that is the past administration, uh, was filled with um, kleptocrats and people who put their personal interest above the interest of the nation, and he even went ahead to say, President Buhari, whenever he gave assignments, he never bothered to check up on the progress, and uh, it it, it was very, very damning. And this is becoming a recurring theme, especially uh, among party members, the the APC, I mean, who have served under Buhari and are serving under Tunibu, and um, they, they are coming out in numbers recently to uh, cast us passions um, against the previous administration of Muhammad Buhari. We know Nihur Batu, he 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 claimed that President Buhari has, uh, administration uh, left Nigeria bankrupt. Bola Tinubu himself, the president, said that uh, Nigeria is, uh, he inherited a very bad economy and so many others who have claimed mm-hmm. that uh, uh, President Buhari left Nigeria in a state of coma and things like that. So I want to, Ask uh, sir. My question, personally, the question that I have been uh, uh, dealing with is why, why now, why, why did it have to take you this long to see all this? So I think I think in Nigeria, I I think Nigeria, we need to accept that
2: now and yesterday and tomorrow have been made to be the same. Because Mm. if you go if you go back to the two past administration, it's the same story. Oh, they left such a bad. It's the same story. They all come with the same narrative. So there's nothing new here. There's a textbook where they read this from and they come back to narrate this to us. And they, they act like we don't see them hopping through different parties knowing that they're the same people doing the same thing so they're technically blaming themselves indirectly, making you feel like it's
0: a different set of people they're blaming. I, I, yes, and, and 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 that is the the, the crazy part, yes, yeah, sir. Because these are the same people that served in the previous administration. So where is your responsibility? I mean, I mean, I mean, what is your responsibility in the feelings of the previous administration? Are you trying to absolve yourself from blame now by saying that President exactly. warriors Yeah. So I, I I really I really find that. <laughs> odd in, 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 in a way I, I should don't you think
1: absolutely 100% it's odd because it's it's just like say, what was your responsibility why won't you hold yourself mm. accountable rather than mm. speaking of how terrible the previous really um administration was especially with the fact that you were part of the administration um why don't you speak about the possibilities and the things that you plan on doing I feel like it's a filler you know it's a mm. filler to avoid committing themselves into telling us what they plan on doing differently so rather than saying okay this is the resolution this is what we plan on doing differently the previous relationship we take accountability for its failure and we're going to do something different the previous administration was terrible and um, it has left us I mean I understand if the current president says that the previous administration had left you know a lot of debt and um, a broken system for him to fix but for those who were part of the previous administration who are in the current administration saying the same thing doesn't really speak well of them because they were all together in those same position of leadership that they could make a difference previously. So what are they doing differently this time around from what they did the last time? Because it's easy for us to point fingers at the president saying, oh, um, he didn't do enough or... I mean, he has his own... He has his own accountability check to go through but... For people in his administration to say the same thing, it doesn't really speak well of them. And mm. it doesn't tell us, give us hope of, you know, something good that they plan mm. on doing in the future.
2: Absolutely. Adding to, yeah. add mm. to Aisha's point, um, I mm. feel like this, is, this, this, this blame game has gone on for too long because yes. um, I see no reason why you'd be assigned a task that you have promised to uphold. Mm. You're not a child. Why must the president uh-huh. be there to see if you've done your job or not? Why, who, who, like you're not a baby, you went there for a reason. You should carry uh-huh. that reason out. But so now you see, you're out of power now, and then you start narrating a whole different thing that um, that while he was there, he didn't um, he didn't have good people around him. They didn't do the right work and whatever. And if he changes the same thing, you say, oh, he has changed a set uh-huh. of people now. Hope is the
0: same thing like we don't have a deal. we need a new narrative honestly we need a new narrative yeah. well on the on that spirit of new narrative i think we'd have to draw down the curtain of the show for today aisha Niaser, thank you very much for coming to the show
1: thank you for having us always a pleasure
2: <laughs> thank you
0: Well, that's all we can take for today. You can follow us on our Twitter, Facebook and Instagram handles at T-Scope. You can also visit our website at www.thescope.com for latest news. Thank you. It's goodbye from me.